This podcast is listener supported. To help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash RedBullRant. The following podcast may contain language not suitable for younger audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, my friends, to the show that never ends. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast, the official Red Bull Podcast of SB Nation What's Metro. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman. This is episode 170, U-G-L-Y. Yeah. That was bad. Mm-hmm. Like, really bad. I'm not mm-hmm. even going to pretend to be excited about recording this podcast. <laughs> you can't, you can't even fake it. No, I'm not. I'm not excited to do the podcast and double down on the fact it's Thanksgiving. I'm, that's why we're doing this on uh, Monday because because yeah. you know Thanksgiving travel has to happen. This is just a great week lining up. So yeah, Red Bulls go down to Columbus, number one in the East, and they played like shit. Two nothing loss to Columbus. First goal in nine seconds, which I think they said was the fastest um, fastest playoff goal in league history. Of course. So that, that's something. Uh, and then the second goal comes late in the game where Ronald Zubar and Matt Miazga think it's better to be spectators than actual players, and Kakamar basically goes in untouched on the back, <sighs> back post. So, hooray. Ugh. All right, let's just get into this one. Uh, Pat, what did you dislike about it? Uh... <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, uh, one, I haven't watched the game yet. Yeah, I mean, I haven't stopped. Uh, and I remember this happened exact last year in the conference finals uh, as well, where I had no chance to watch the uh, the game before we we recorded. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, there's really not much. I don't know. I mean, I just like the score. That's really all I can say. Um, you know, that it's going to be – it's. It's not insurmountable, but it's certainly a high mind climb uh, when the Rebels come home. They did not get the crucial away goal, which means they have a very, very limited margin for error on Sunday. So uh, I guess that's just my big dislike, that nothing went their way this past weekend. Jay, where do you begin? Uh, I'm going to guess the beginning of the game. I, I guess, right? Uh, this sentence is taking longer than the, the crew took to score a goal. The fact that you give a, up a goal in, in less than ten seconds in a playoff game—it's—it's it's unreal. Regular season, yeah, hey, we've seen the quick goals. We've seen that a couple times, but uh, to play down right off the bat, it just—it could suck the life right out of you. And then to hang on for the next ten minutes before you even really found your footing—brutal, absolutely brutal way to start a game. I mean, I'm, I can just—I can go on for dislikes forever because. It's just, it's, it was a horrible thing to see. Uh, then you're at least praying that they get out of there one nothing. That doesn't happen. And now two nothing coming home. Oh, it's hoping. I, I don't know. I don't know how you can hope that Columbus doesn't score. I really don't. Tough. Very real tough. Uh, Jay, I'll let you go, and then we'll we'll bitch some more about this game. Uh, let's go with the, that second goal. Um, you know, that play could have been stopped before it even got there. I think Matt Miazga got a bad clearance, which set that whole play up, if I'm not mistaken. Um, then when the player gets down to the goal line, Matt Miazga doesn't pay attention to his back shoulder, and Kai Kamara just runs in 
on a ball that wasn't even, a, I think, a pass. It was just kind of like deflected and floated towards the back of the goal. And it was, yep. There was, was nothing Robles can do because he had no cover on the back, which right. is like defending one-on-one. Um, you know, on, honestly, this was actually, except for the, the two goals, this was actually a really good defending game by the Red Bulls, but just two momentary laps of judgment, and it's just completely broke down. And honestly, what, what's probably worse than that and I, I I say that what's worse than two boneheaded mistakes that led to goals? Well, it's the offense because the offense did jack shit, and that's part of the reason they were, Columbus was able to have those chances in the first place. It's just like, you know, all, all year I, I know the Red Bulls aren't focused on possession, but when you get the ball close to goal inside the 18, you can't just you can't pass up shots, you can't keep lobbing the ball in on crosses. You you have to find ways to score, and this team just couldn't do it, and it. Probably the most vivid piece of evidence that you can have. The second half, Bradley Ray Phillips gets set up, could one time with his left foot, even though I don't think it's his dominant foot. He could one time with his left foot, but he decides to cut it back, waits for Sasha Kleschen, who ends up skying the ball. And it was just that kind of night where nobody seemed to be confident once we got close enough to goal to score. And that, and then on top of that, you get McCarty and Kleschen doing errant passes, Grella's trying to make stuff happen but can't. Lloyd Sam is getting frustrated. Right, Phillips is getting frustrated because nobody's getting him the ball. It's just like I, I don't know. It was like it was like five, six guys that weren't a team out there. The Red Bulls on, on offense. I did a little uh, mini periscope for uh, all of I don't know the four or five people who were watching, but you know, and we just did it after the half. But a terrible passing all around. Lack of like lazy passes uh, kills you. Kills you in the midfield. They just turn the ball over. <sighs> over and over and over and, and over again. What's worse is that for like ten minutes at, at the beginning of the game, like like maybe like the fifth to fifteenth minute, the Red Bulls had plenty of chances to score. Like the Red Bulls were playing the way that they wanted to play, and then just seemed to let up and just let Columbus dictate the rest of the game. And all they had to do was just keep going, and they would have scored a goal in that in, a, in the first twenty minutes somehow. But they just I don't know what it was. They just seemed to let up and just completely shell shock. Shell shock, but it's not even shell shock. If it was shell shock, you wouldn't have had a good a good ten minutes. Like that's just if, if you're that shocked off the first goal, there's no good stretch in that game. But there was there was like a good ten minute stretch where we were getting like all the corners. Columbus was making stupid mistakes in their own end, and we were having plenty of opportunities. Felipe was taking shots from outside the box, which is even though they're getting blocked, it's a good thing because it forces the defense out. Sasha Kleschen had a shot on goal from within what eight yards. Which Steve Clark made a great save on. Don't get me wrong, but like they had, they had that game for ten minutes and just couldn't do anything with it. And then just was like, uh, yeah, we're not gonna really do much after this. How about ten corners and none of them even looked threatening at all? No. And not, then you, not a and one. then you, then then and in the second half, what the hell was with that corner where he? I, I forget who he passed it to, but. Off the corner, you're not putting even put in the box in the second half. Down I, I feel like they were just trying to pass like 25 yards back. Yeah, they tried something new, and, and it was a terrible idea. Terrible. It's one thing if the guy's right next to him, but like 25 yards back on a corner kick, what are you giving up that real estate for? You're, all of a sudden, you're giving the defense a chance to set an offside trap. It doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. It's just mm. a completely baffling night. I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, just, I mean, a brutal, such a brutal loss. And what makes it, what makes it worse is that and we're getting snares in a minute, but there are no road goals out of this. Nope. And and because it was in Columbus, Columbus has the road goal advantage still. Yeah. 
And again, you get that you get into that when you talk about what the Red Bulls need to do to get through one goal, and they're fucked. We uh, we talked about it. I I talked about it yesterday. This is the exact same thing that happened uh, that the Red Bulls did to DC in the uh, conference semifinals last year. Get a two nothing home win, and then they get that road goal, and it was all but over. Mm-hmm. And I, there's going to have to be some magic in the stadium for to prevent. Uh, Columbus from scoring. Plain, plain and simple. Yep. So, uh, likes of the game, if there's any, let's let's try. Um, Pat, I know you said you didn't really watch, but do you have anything? Yeah, I guess it's just simply that, you know, I didn't have to suffer for 90 minutes like everybody else. The Band-Aid was just ripped off real quick when my phone went, bloop, Periscope, Dave Martinez, discussing tonight's 2-0 two, two loss to the uh, Columbus crew. So I didn't have to you know, be, you know, suffer that as 11 second, uh, you know, gut punch. And then, you know, the real kick in the groin at the end of the game there. So that's my like, um, just shit you like, but yeah, I'm going to go Which, back to not by being the way, by the way, I was in, I was in the kitchen doing something when the game started and I was like, there's no, I'm, I'm not thinking to myself, there's no way they're going to score that quickly, but like, you know, odds are against it. And mm-hmm. of course they score my first reaction is to scream out, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and I, I think I almost broke a dish because of it. Like, I was that pissed off at the fact that they scored so quickly. Yeah, it was unreal. All right, so uh, Shannon, what do you think? I'll, I'll give two likes. Uh, Felipe Martins played great. He was the only one on the field that had a really good game, especially defensively. Uh, I'm also glad that uh, the other like is that I did not get on a bus and sit in the bus for 10 hours overnight to stand around for five hours in the freezing fucking cold to watch my team give up a goal nine seconds in, watch them give up a late goal and have to get back on a bus and drive all the way home in the middle of the night. So hats off to every crazed maniac who actually suffered through that because you're a better person than I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, a lot of them went, just went right to work, you know, this morning. So I don't know how you did it. Kudos to you, but I'm glad I got to sit home, eat pizza, and then watch Survivor Series. <laughs> if that was if that was me, I was, regardless of what happened, I was going to be working today. So, um, my like you, you mentioned it, Felipe. I mean, the Red Bull system leaves them open to counterattacks. That's just the, the way it is. And that man sprinted, or not sprinted, but that man tracked Ethan Finley from the midfield line. Never attacked the ball until it was absolutely necessary and absolutely just destroyed a two-on-one chance for Columbus. Like, that's... You can teach that, but it's very hard to do in real life, and he did it. Yeah, it was just an unbelievable play. That was the one positive play for the Red Bulls, really. Hmm. And, and honestly, when that happened, I'm, I'm, internally I'm like, okay, you know, we've we've been having some rough play, but this might be a turnaround. Nope, not at all. Not, didn't even help the momentum at all. No. So yeah. uh, we're sorry we're so unmotivated tonight, everybody. It's just a it's just a the sickening way to lose a game. It's it's very it's tough to even get ready to do this. It really is. Yes. Yeah, and, and what makes it worse, we couldn't even line up a guest. We tried, but just no responses. Maybe our guest was or our attempted guest was so demoralized too. He was just like, no, I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would offer more, but going on four hours of sleep and, you know, work since seven in the morning yesterday. So, 
I didn't even get the chance to watch the game. But look at this sucks. way. You made some money at least. I mean, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah I did. out of it. Yeah, I did. Let me tell you. <laughs> All right. So before we talk about the second leg, here are this real quick, here are the scenarios. Columbus win, draw, or Red Bulls win one nothing and Columbus wins the series. Straight at, straight out on aggregate. Red Bulls win two nothing. The series goes to extra time at Red Bull Arena. For the Red Bulls to win outright, they need to score three or more goals than Columbus on Sunday. I don't mean overall, I mean on Sunday. So it's three like three nothing, four one, five two, that crap. Because any any goal by Columbus basically gives them a second goal and the Rebels have to just outright run. They they can't rely on a way goal tiebreaker or anything like that. <sighs> so yeah. And uh I saw somebody come out with updated odds for the uh cup before Sunday. It was I think the Red Bulls were like forty nine percent to win, now they're at like sixteen. <laughs> they, went from, they went from the the most likely team to win the the most cup to the least likely. No, I mean it's easy to do that kind of stuff when when you see the results. Well, that and FC Dallas at least got a away goal in their match. You know they lost. Right, still down two goals though. But they at least have an away goal turning. Right. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the game on this coming Sunday against Columbus. Uh, it'll be Sunday, November 29th. Sunday after Thanksgiving, which is going to be fun traffic-wise. Uh, game is at 7.30 p.m., so at least you get to avoid the Jets game letting out, for whatever that's worth. <laughs> yeah, they've been red hot. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, Everton's been my uh, saving grace this weekend. So, uh, Game will be on Fox Sports 1 for those that are not going to the stadium. And uh, like I said, basically you, we have to hope for either a 2 nothing or a 3-plus goal win. So let's go into our predictions Pat, you can go first. What do you think is going to happen on Sunday? Um, I mean, let's face it. I mean, you, you know, a 2 nothing away loss is not insurmountable, but, I mean, I definitely think the cards are stacked against the Red Bulls. Um, you know, the, the Columbus crew have too many weapons. The, the, the hope is that, the you know, the defense that our guest last week mentioned that apparently isn't very good somehow returns and, you know, struggles on the road. That's really – what the Red Bulls need to go for them. Um, you know, and they got to try and put three in there, you know, as simple as that, uh, at the bare minimum. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I, I would, you know, I would love to say that the ticket I just purchased today, uh, for the MLS cup is, is, uh, going to be used, but I don't think it is. Uh, I think the Red Bulls win the game to one, uh, but lose the series to Columbus. Oh boy. Not going to make predictions, obviously, but again, yeah, it's going to be so hard for them to not to to keep Columbus uh, from getting a goal. It's, I mean, they've they've had shutouts at home, but you know what really worries me, guys, is the fact that in three games this team has scored two goals, mm. and one goal was scored in extra time uh, at home against DC. Mm-hmm. That that's what really really makes me nervous is that they played a team to like to play scrappy soccer. They could only get a goal a game. Now they played the team that's going to play open, and they couldn't do anything. It really – it's either very worrisome or they're going to really break out this Sunday, which is the only thing we could all hope for <laughs> is just this amazing goal outburst, which is possible. It, it's, it's, it's not crazy. I mean, they could score three or four goals. Oh, yeah. Um, and it, it clearly, I mean, we all know that's what's going to take. 
I think the Red Bull's absolute best option here is to somehow win or somehow have to score 2 nothing after 90 and roll the dice going into extra time. I think that's going to be the thing. It's just pray something happens in extra time or something happens in penalties. I really, for a 7.30 game, I really hope everybody's there on time. I really do. And after this kind of game, I hope people aren't going to abandon the team and not show up because they think it isn't possible. Mm-hmm. The, the place has got to be packed and loud to motivate this team. Um, it's going to be tough. And it's going to be cold. And uh, it's uh, it's going to be a night. It's going to be one hell of a night. That's all I'm going to say. It's going to be one hell of a night. Uh, just win. How about just win the game and send the phone, fans home happy one way? Just win. Get a, get a final home win. Do it. The first 20 minutes are going to be huge in this game. I think the first 10 seconds are going to be huge. Well, <laughs> but here, here's the thing. If, in my, uh, in my fe- the way I feel is if the Red Bulls do not score in the first 20 minutes, this game is over automatically. Yeah, I could see that. Because with, with having to possibly deal with an away goal, the Red Bulls, one, need to score first, I think, to put pressure on Columbus make them come out of the shell because the most likely you're going to see Columbus kind of bunker and invite the pressure in this game. I don't think they're going to go uh, be as as attacking as they were against us uh, this past weekend. Um, so I think you need to get in a goal early, force Columbus out of a shell. And then on top of that, of course, if there's an away goal, they got two more to worry about. So you need to give yourself time to score more goals. So the first 21 minutes will be big. If they can score one goal, in that first 20 minutes, I think I think there will be a legitimate chance at at least extra time. And the beauty of extra time in MLS is that away goals do not matter in extra time. So if extra time, so let, let's say it's two nothing, right? So that's extra time, and then it's one one after that, we go to penalty kicks. So it's not like we have to score two, you know, two or more in extra time. It's just get the extra time, beat them there, and you're you're good. Um. I'm going to go out of limit here. I think they will get an early goal. I think they can make it to nothing. I'm concerned about the defense. The, the, actually, the bright side, for, another bright side from uh, the game on Sunday, which we didn't mention, was that nobody picked up a yellow card. So we have everybody, which Woo. is big. Yeah, that's, so, that's massive. So unless we get unless we get a red card on Sunday, then we're, we're okay. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about any people falling out for that. Um, so I, I think they could do two nothing. I'm hoping they will. Which about which is why I kind of want to predict it, but I kind of don't want to. So actually, I'm gonna go with Truman's route. I'm not predicting anything this time. Lame. I'm afraid, I'm afraid of... <laughs> That's Truman's thing. That's not your thing. I don't care. Ugh. I'm not. This is not seeing red. I'm not going reverse jinx. I'm not doing Rebel, anything. I'm... Rebel fans, that just means I'm the only one who, who has the balls to say what they think is actually going to happen. A loss. <laughs> a series loss. A series loss. Um. So yeah, that's, I think they can do it. I just don't know if they will. That's the issue. One positive. This team, as of late, as the past few months, play very well after a loss. It's true. It's true. And they usually score a bunch of goals. So that is something to be happy about. Uh, they will not have another week off. This will not be another two-week break. We get to play one Sunday. We get to play the next Sunday. Mm-hmm. So they're, gonna, they're sitting, and they're going to be stewing on that. They're going to be stewing on that game and how poorly they played. And I think it's definitely going to sharpen them up a little bit. Uh, I don't see them getting caught, caught getting caught uh, off guard so quickly. 
Which you, you have to actually copy that up. I wonder how much that week off played into the Red Bulls and, and I lost momentum not being ready because they had players I away. I think it did. It happened all year this year, all year with this team. Someone else, someone, uh, I think someone made the point that, you know, Columbus had the week off too, but we don't know what Columbus was like after long layoffs. We know what the Red Bulls were like after long layoffs. Yeah. We've seen it and time and time again. They lost to the Chicago Fire. I think, and I think they only had Justin Miram away, if I'm correct. Yeah. So, where we I, had, uh, like, I think we had Matt Miazga. Uh, uh, they had uh, three guys, I think. They had three? Okay. Yeah, they had awful. Uh, oh, okay. Well, that part, that part of my theory gets more in the water. So. And they had to go much farther than our guys. True. Yeah. Miram flew to Asia and then didn't play. So. And then kind awful for my. Awful, from my understanding, played uh, two 90-minute games against Comoros. So just to rub it in, just, you know, twist the knife a little bit. Um, So normally this is the part of the show where we start doing wrap-up stuff for Dumping Grab. But first, we actually have an email this week. Someone's mad. This is from Jeremiah in Brooklyn. He has a little bit of a rant and then a question. So the rant Alrighty. What can you say? It was every bit the open game we all thought it would be. A lot of that came down to not executing on our chances. We had the opportunities to put much more pressure on Columbus goal than we did, and we weren't ruthless enough. BWP laid the ball laid the ball off more than once rather than take his man on. Grella's instincts either took him into a pack of pressure or away from goal when he was in good wide positions. This was Dax's second worst game all year, the first being DC away. I assume he means the playoff game. And we needed our big guys to step up. It's a gut-wrenching feeling to have such a mountain to climb next week. So any thoughts on that before we go to the question? Uh, I mean, he's spot on. These guys yeah. didn't look like the team, the uh, best team we've ever seen in Red Bull history. They didn't look like it at all. Mm-hmm. Not, in the, not in the slightest. They looked like a team that just barely squeezed into the playoffs in that game. Yeah. Honestly, they've been kind of looking like that this whole playoffs series. The, the three games so far. Well, in fairness, the two DC games, DC was a, a, didn't play, quote, football, so... Very they, true, but you know what? We were trying to play their style. Come on, come on. No, I know. Come on. I'm just... Anyway, uh, so his question. Knowing how difficult Columbus was always going to play away, might this be a good example of how higher seeds should be able to choose whether to play home or away in the first leg? No, I, I like I like the home game as, as the second leg. Yeah. Every other playoff, every other sports playoff does that, where you get that final game at home. I think it's, I mean, I think it's bigger now that the Red Bulls are going home. Honestly, I, I think it's, I think every team would tell you, uh, who who didn't care? Was it Jesse Marsh said something about not caring about uh, the first game? But I like it better because you know you get to go home and you know what you're up against. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm pretty much on board there. I mean, you know, it's, it, you know, it is nice knowing usually that, you know, if you got a goal away and you kept it close, uh, you know, that you have that leak, that comfort of home still left to play. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm good with the way it is now. So if you're going to play two league playoff series, then I would be, I'd want the second game as the, as the higher C because away goal stuff aside, you get extra time if needed at home. Also very and, true. And penalty kicks. Mm-hmm. Very, very true. And there's, there's, you know, it's it's one thing to play 90 minutes away. It's another thing to have to play 90 minutes plus extra time plus penalty kicks away from home because that start getting to you real quick in terms of uh, emotions. 
Good point. Yep. All right. Um, anything else before we wrap this up? Uh, Seamus, Seamus is now the WWE title. What do you think of that? Huh? What do you think of that? Seamus. Uh, who gives wow. a shit? Seamus. <laughs> who cares? Uh, that's what you get when they want to swerve. Yeah. That it swerved, you know, me. that every person who watched it knew it was going to happen? Well, yeah. I mean, every single person. Yeah. I, I, as soon as, as, soon as like, if any stuff were coming down, I'm like, this is not ending like this. <laughs> no. Uh, it was 10.37. I go, oh, good. Well, we know what's going to happen now. But you know what? Seamus likes Liverpool and hates Gary Neville. So it's all good by me. <laughs> oh, the Liverpool thing's a problem, but... I don't know what you're talking about I can't there. talk to you about that. It was a problem for Man City this weekend. That was the problem. <sighs> All right. Anything else? No. Mm, nope. Nope. All right. Short episode, short week because Thanksgiving. So let's wrap this one up. You can visit us at whatsmetro.com slash red hyphen bull hyphen rant. Support us by going to patreon.com slash red bull rant. Uh, sorry. Yeah, patreon.com slash red bull rant and support the show. Um, email us during the week uh, at red bull rant at gmail.com. Call us at 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash Red Bull Rant on Twitter at Red Bull Rant for the show at Dr. Stooge at PMACD82 at The Truman for Truman. Subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or at SoundCloud.com slash Red hyphen Bull hyphen Rant. Last words before we get out of here. For the love of God, win. Win on Sunday. Please win. Hey, hey, wait, hold on. Guys, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it again, guys. If the Red Bulls win and go to the final. I'll get a I'll get a Red Bull related tattoo. How about that? How about there that? Pat, you with me? You jumping into that river? Uh, yeah, sure. Your discretion. You don't have to jump in in December. Just saying. Yeah, yeah, sure. Cool. All right, all right. We're we're back on everybody. Sleep, sleepy past the best. If you want to get on board or something, apparently. Tattoos yeah. and jumping in the dirty rivers. Dirty rivers. I mean, we we gotta get like a skimmer to make sure I'm not jumping into any like hypodermic needles. <laughs> you know. Now, now we have something to look forward to. Yeah. Dumb <laughs> ideas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for Pat and myself, this has been episode number one seventy of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you for tuning in. As always, go Red Bulls! And because it's this week, happy Thanksgiving. Peace out. Gobble gobble. Later.